0: Welcome to the Eric Andrews Lang Show, everybody. Day late, two days late, not $2 short. I mean, we are multiple dollars short, but ultimately, we're very happy to be here. Um, we're not in the same time zone, JoJo and I.
1: Yeah, you're you're in Los Angeles. I'm in Austin, Texas, and we're late because it's been a hectic couple of weeks.
0: I'm tired, bro.
1: You, you're on kind of a nonstop. Take us back here, to like...
0: Let's do some real talk. Yeah. JoJo. You're coming up on you've you've been at Random Golf Club for a year and a half.
1: Yep, just about exactly.
0: Have you aged more than those days?
1: <laughs> Eric, we were on a driving range, maybe eleven p.m. at night in Cabo San Lucas, and we'll talk about the trip. And we have a lot of stories, and we want to let you guys in on some behind the scenes. But it's eleven p.m. We've been going for about eighteen hours on that day, Big and day. the people were were who we took down to Cabo love golf so much that we're dragging (laughs) them off the range yeah and you know i'm in my producer shoes so i'm like tell it started to get the tone is changing it started to be like yeah come on guys and eric turns to me oh what did i say he turned to me and you were like wow how old are you jojo it's a cool little i think i just saw a coming of age moment because oh that's right i just wanted to go to bed
0: Well, there's, there's something funny that happens. And and this is like, it's clear when you see the content that we make and you see, you know, essentially like, um, I heard someone say the ingredient to become an influencer is to just document your interesting life. And I never thought of myself as having an interesting life. I thought driving around a station wagon and sleeping in it and playing, super twilight tea times at bucket list courses for $28 was just things people do and, and don't have a real job. Um, and so you see that as you watch our YouTube channel, as you watch the the social content that we love making and like, it's it's kind of like if you really enjoy like traveling, traveling and solving puzzles and then documenting that and doing it all at the same time, I mean, it is exhausting in the best way possible. I just think it's probably unclear the extent to which it's exhausting because the the because the, 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 there's constantly this um, equation that takes place towards the end of the day, which is, I'm having fun, I'm exhausted, I should probably continue having fun rather than stop being exhausted. And that's sort of just the nature of one of the taglines, which is for adventures in golf... The tattoo has always been that's never been gotten yet, but it's A-I-G-S-W-I-D with two clubs crossed. And it's basically like, no, no, you don't ever go to bed. This game keeps you up. The mission keeps you up. The films keep you up. The stories keep you up. And I mean, we've done a few trips now together, Jojo, but I think Cabo was probably the one where you saw yourself needing to basically weigh the scale of keep having fun. Or stop being exhausted. <laughs> and
1: you've met me before. I'm I'm never one to shy away from fun, but especially on the, such a cool driving range. It's any you're on a range and it's lit up. I'm having a good time. But yeah, you you all of a sudden you have quite the value proposition, and that's. it starts to become. It's, you start to realize that your your first day could bleed into your next day before you know yeah. it.
0: Yeah, and and I remember we've had I've had multiple trips where it, like. We did one trip where it was um, Charlevoix, Michigan was Hickory Golf.
1: Okay. I was wondering if you were going to mention it. We're not going to tell the story. We're not, I can't
0: tell, <laughs> we're the, full not gonna tell the full story because <laughs> there are people involved that have not signed waivers. But <laughs> but basically, Stuart and David and I were going into a three-week adventures in golf trip that spanned a couple continents. And our first night in little old Michigan, we just sort of went to a bar and we were like, cool, whatever, early night next thing we know we're sitting by a campfire with towels naked and the sun's rising and uh we're like on a lake and the sun's coming up and we have to shoot that day and this is just you know we didn't get there in cabo completely because you know i don't know we've seemed to have did we we didn't uh, get.
1: There. honestly so the only reason we didn't get there completely is because other people we came with they were kind of like okay is this really how y'all operate like when, yeah. when do we get to see a sunset you know without 12 cameras and and you know if, if yeah. we're if we're if we're anywhere we're working the camera is rolling
0: and that th- I think you know like I think we've probably said this before but for me the camera is a is a is an engine and it's a magnet right it it, it pushes you into situations that you want and you feel you more seize the day, I think, with a camera around because as a filmmaker, as a creator, you you want to make golf the most beautiful thing possible. And now, like, I'm kind of like, you know, like like the, the joke for me is like 18 holes pebble, 10 a.m. or three holes pebble at twilight. And like and like just the most be- I'd rather play three most stunning holes ever and just hit them flush you know for me golf is much more about peak experiences which I think these trips kind of center around which is like you know like how can we add in a a, a, a true you know because 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 the content we make is authentic in the sense that we are truly living that moment of just like oh wow like what what would we remember from this you know
1: yeah and even something like the breaking series we did a breaking series in Cabo on a 7200. Greg Norman designed golf course, Solmar links. And the majority of the breaking shoot is going to take place after sunrise. It's going to take place when the sun is just up, but the first 30 minutes when the players are actually warming up and they're starting to feel the gravity of the next six hours of their lives, no one says a word. There's just, there's it's, just a weight in the air.
0: It's kind of quiet.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost a funeral procession. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're. I mean, th- there are many of those moments, and I think if you've heard of Type Two Fun, JoJo, right?
1: I have not. What is Type Two? Fun? Oh, really? No, no. Is, is it like Type Two di- Diabetes? Is it the bad one? <laughs> what what kind of fun is
0: it? T- type Two Fun implies that there's challenge and and upset and danger and difficulty. <laughs> type Two Fun is like rock climbing.
1: Yeah, like, you know, like, like, like free fun. soloing.
0: Yeah, t- Type Two Fun is not, you know, uh, the hotel in Hawaii. Type 2 fun is like Hawaii with like a pair of vans and a thumb, you know, and you're just like, I don't know what's happening. Type 2 fun is the true definition of adventure. It's the, I don't know what's happening. We've got a light plan and there's a lot of things working against it. Primarily it's our own heads and desires and lack of desire to stop, you know?
1: And I think that just perfectly describes not just this trip. I mean, a lot of our trips, but it describes the day before breaking series when you and I are talking to each other in the morning and you're asking me, so where are we playing tomorrow? Where is the breaking <laughs> series happening tomorrow? We didn't
0: have a location for the breaking series because the course we wanted to film at, you know, wasn't able to accommodate us. We found out in the hours before we went to sleep. So, And you can't play.
1: I, you can't just play anywhere. Like, You no, have it's, to it's, play somewhere special.
0: The, the breaking series is a is a really um, you know um, pungent mixture of ingredients. You know, uh, obviously it's the cameras that we love. It's that we 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 put a lot of time into making great quality footage, and 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 on that footage you need to have um, you know three people that are all like sociologically intertwined. So between. You know, going back to the first one, Joe Hooks, Tom Coyne, and Ben Goodley, like the three of them occupy kind of like have you heard the have you heard the breakdown of the cast of Friends?
1: No. I'm I am learning
0: today. It's I love it. So so friends is six people, right? There's there's three women and Mm -hmm. three men. And the idea behind it is that you can relate to one of them, if not all of them. But you know what I mean? Like Phoebe's like kind of out there. She's probably been to Burning Man. Yep. You know, um, I don't know the other names, but like um, Courtney Cox, she's kind of like, you know, whatever. I don't know the differences in actuality, but like they're all make up kind of different archetypes in our modern journeys.
1: And if the show is successful, there's not a single person who couldn't watch it and be like, that's me.
0: Yeah. So my
1: no. generation, that was How I Met Your Mother. We had, we had How I Met Your Mother I never saw it every friend group in like middle school or whatever would be like I'm that character you're that right. character you're that character and it just right. made it easy because then not only do you relate you're invested and you're so right that's 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 the secret of the breaking series is you watch that and go how would I hit that shot
0: yeah if I was Ben how would I hit it if I was Joe how would I want to hit it and if I was Tom how would I want to react <laughs> you know and like, you know, that was like the secret sauce that we, I don't even think we knew that we had going for us during that first, you know, foray into the breaking series. And now we've kind of figured it out a little bit. So with Dave Fink, Claire Hogel, and and Sam, well, Sam yes. doesn't have a last name. We just call him <laughs> Sam. Um, but like, you know, bringing the three of them in, it was like, I think we did a really good job of creating a psychologically interesting group of players that, I mean, I can't wait for it to come out. I mean, are we? do we have a timeline on that Jojo can we share that
1: we do yeah yeah and and while I'm doing that I'm actually going to text you a photo from the sky of one of the holes on the course so check that just because I thought you'd you'd find it really special
0: but I love photos of the sky
1: it'll be um I can't I would just show it to you but you're in LA yeah that's 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 describe describe that do your best to describe that that's where the brain I mean
0: I did not see this image yet I mean guys if you're listening I want to tell you that I'm looking at an image right now it's a drone shot clearly not taken on earth of a magical golf hole that might be a par three. And if it is, it's scary. I think it's a short par four. It's about, and, a, about a
1: 340 yard par four, that one.
0: Yeah. It's, and it just sort of, it comes at you as though it's an animal that might probably not want to be petted. <laughs> um, and it's, it's alone and it's, and it's, it's alone on the, on the earth. It's, it's a, it's a patch of grass. That's a sort of a 340-yard uh, divot that's found itself into the coastal uh, links land here of Los Cabos, and it's it really it for me it really paints the picture of golf being a journey that makes absolutely no sense unless you apply some sense to it that goes beyond um, the normal white belts that we don.
1: Ah, you you killed that. I'll I'll give you credit there. I'll give I'll, I'll give you your flowers. Yeah, and and Dude, let, I'm me ask, let me inspired
0: golf is inspiring let, Jojo. Let,
1: let me ask you a question about that. Oh my god, it looks yeah, it looks like a sandworm and dune just hopping out of the the desert. Um, let me ask you a question. That's a resort course, right? Yeah. Do you see a single house? You can see the That's entire whole Thing,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, we got there at the right time, right? Like, yeah. uh, This this place is going to have houses just just hemorrhaging around the fairways, but for now. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's sort of the, that that um, you know when Marty McFly goes back to the future and he sees that the Lions Estates weren't as popular back then. That's that's what we're looking at.
1: Yeah, and then he saw his mother, and the rest was history. It was just Calvin. <laughs> um, Your name's not Calvin. I don't think so. That would surprise me. It must <laughs> have been a director's cut. Uh, this is a great opportunity, I think, to not only introduce the members of Breaking because I think people listening have been following along on social, have been seeing stories. If you haven't, following us on Instagram, Random Golf Club, uh, and you'll see that there's a new bag out today. You probably want to check that out while it's still there. Yo. Uh, but I think this is a good chance for you to kind of talk about who they are. So let's go person by person. Who is Dave Fink? And what was it like having him on the trip?
0: Yeah, so so it's it's really interesting, right? I mean, we – like. The- <sighs>
1: the casting process I have to go, yeah
0: i have to go back to like a moment for me that i've that i think about a lot in my life which was the moment that i wanted to quit making golf videos um, and that was 2 years into adventures in golf and i'm sure you've heard the story jojo but i was unhappy with the work environment that i had with the team at scratch i didn't really like the executive team at scratch i was feeling like the show that i wanted to make was not getting made and within that i wasn't even having fun really and be, the you know this is this is an interesting like the the main takeaway here is like you must really visualize what you want to have happen in order to make it happen and, and it was just sort of like there was this moment where I was like I was gonna quit and I went to the PGA show against my better judgment Akbar from Seamus Golf was like you have to come you have to come you have to come stay with me so finally I came and I was walking around the floor of the PGA show, and a couple people come up to me. One of them was, um, you know, Ian from Sugarloaf, and he was like, "Dude, I want to say thanks for making Adventures in Golf. I really love it, and I get a lot out of it." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And so it's this idea that what we put out into the world has a life that we are unknown. We don't, we don't, we don't. You know, we're we're out here putting out sandwiches. Yeah. Um, we love making the sandwiches, but we don't necessarily make them just so they get eaten that that, that's that's how you know like you know it's like it's like if you make a restaurant and you don't get good reviews it's like was it a failure I don't I don't know I mean you must enjoy making the food if you're going to make a restaurant because it's so much work and so anyway like going back to the people that were on this particular breaking series Dave Claire and Sam like Dave has been down with the content the sandwiches I had been making since Be the Ball had started, and and you know we did this podcast that you'll hear. Um, I'm assuming Jojo, when will that podcast come out along with the breaking series, right?
1: And they we might actually because we were clear not to spoil anything. We might we might pull those out a little earlier. Um, okay. So so but you'll hear it soon is basically enough to say, and it's a really hear, interesting podcast.
0: Yeah, you'll hear the story about how Dave was really involved in Be the Ball, and he like donated to the Kickstarter, and he was listening to the meditations, and like he had sent an email that I didn't get and and now here it is like years and years later we're together in like this kind of like beautiful destination talking about all of these memories that we both have about the same thing that are totally different and um for me that's just like an extraordinarily special moment to really kind of reconnect around something that is now gone right and and Dave is in his own personality he's he's kind of most closely linked to a to a puppy that got into something that maybe he shouldn't have you know like um he got into like uh, maybe maybe a maybe a two liter bottle of coke spilled and he just lapped it up you know and his energy is um the most like identifiable part of his character but but then when you dig deeper you see that there's like a, a real um there's a deep feeling of that the game isn't just something that he loves but it's something that he needs the game of golf provides him with i think something that you know it provides me it probably provides everyone who's i work with on a day-to-day basis that I'm lucky enough to spend time with like like we get something from this game that is not quantifiable it's it's sort of um it's sort of a song that you don't know the words to it's just this it's this beat that drives you forward kind of like the cameras are the magnet right it's this, so for dave the game of golf is clearly um, A sentiment that goes beyond most of the ways people would define the game. Um, You know, he cried when he was talking about the next person in the Breaking series, Sam. Um, Sam's a young man from Austin who's a friend of the brand, a friend of the of the crew in Austin. And I'm sure that there's countless stories that I don't know about about things that have happened that I'm sure. I did
1: sign those waivers, so sorry, can't talk about them.
0: I'm I'm sure that um you know I, I I love that I love that Sam just kind of new to the game loves it for reasons that we don't know in the beginning you know and 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 is on the beginning of this journey he's on the uptick and you know he just broke 90 for the first time ever so we thought you know what let's 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 see right let's come on down like 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 play this game in a way that other people want they they the people watching right you are a listener you are a watcher you're here listening to this podcast you're watching the show's like you want to see a person with uh like a like a measured like love for the game and a measured understanding of how much greater the game is and and how much respect it deserves as we like walk on the course and you want to see Sam or a person like Sam like Ben Goodley like like go out there and just not get trashed but you want to see how hard it is right you you want to see the difference and that's not the old origin of this breaking series and sam with his even temperament and just his lovable character and and his like wow to the game the, you know he came down to really show that for us and um i mean man he brought it down to the last putt i'll say that you know
1: it came down the last putt and i think it's worth noting that This was a different breaking series in that two of the contestants were very camera tested, were we're very used to having a camera on them. And Sam came down and not only did he embrace the storytelling side of it, but we loved it so much we we changed his flight. We said, hey, we need you. We need you a little bit longer. We need to film another match. We need to keep you down here.
0: Yeah, he hung back. Yeah. I mean, as you do. You just you get it's not a real trip if you didn't change some version of the flight path. Yeah. I mean, you gotta. So,
1: so I think we all did. I think just about uh everybody every, changed everybody
0: their flight. Everybody <laughs> changed their flight. I didn't so change long. my flight because I didn't even have a flight. So
1: I <laughs> 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 You had two vans and a thumb. Yeah. That you're you're on you're on type three fun at this point.
0: <laughs> type three. <laughs> yeah, type three fun is when you bring twelve people to have the same experience. And and that was like getting to Claire in a second. That that for me it's a joy full moment to sort of you know this there's this experience that we film on camera but then there's this experience that we have together that's like god if you're listening just like go on the trip you know what i mean like bring people that you don't know about like just just go for it just like see if someone wants to go and just like and just go make it just go get the needle and scratch it in there and like it's just a record doesn't need to be a winner you know it just it just you know, and that's for me. Like walking away from that experience, way more like feelings associated with leaving Mexico than I than I feel like I have commonly. And I think that's because of the the mixture between the the Claire, Sam, and Dave that really made up this trip into something that was extra special. I mean, and Claire, I mean, and you, before you before, say,
1: before we get into Claire, okay. uh, because w- let's take a quick break. And, um, and, and do a couple ads in that because we have some stories we want to talk about it but I did want to tell you this because I thought you got such a kick out of it because of the type of person Dave really is is he's mm. been texting me since the <laughs> trip's been over and first he was just texting me White Lotus stuff for the HBO yes. series and maybe we should talk about that because honestly when the trip started Eric and I turned to each other and we said are we in a White Lotus episode because a couple things went wrong and we should, yes. prob- we should probably tell a couple of those stories but he texts me all this, and then he goes, "Hey man, like, how's your golf game?" Totally unprompted, and I said, "Well, uh, my new my new Mizuno driver just got a new just got a new big dog in the, the bag myself that was delivered. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, where did you get a Mizuno driver? I just bought it. I I felt the whim while we uh, were away in Cabo. was waiting for when we got home. I've never felt comfortable with a driver before, so I got this 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 brand new driver. And he texts me, said, "Well, just Facetime me." So this morning, the reason I'm in a t shirt right now and I'm a little pumped up is because this morning I got a full free FaceTime lesson from Dave for my driver's license. Amazing. Friend. And you know, I'm not a long hitter, but when I say we were carrying 270, 280 by the end of it. And I know you're listening Whoa. and you're like, that's weak stuff weak sauce, JoJo, but I'll no, take it. That's good numbers, dude. I'll take it any day. Uh, and he meant every bit of it. He was just he was he knew there was no camera. He knew there was nothing really in it for him, you know. Trip was over, and he just he just wanted me to get better, just like just like for you with your swing.
0: That's 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 like um, they say the measure of character is how you treat someone that you know doesn't have anything to offer you. And I mean, whatever, however much that's worth, I don't know. But but I think it speaks more to Dave's just like desire to like basically do a lot of what we do at RGC, which is help people really like find the 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 flavor of golf and and savor that
1: yeah and 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 really just a special gift because i'm a weapon now
0: because everything everything else is already there so what's the what's the new move like what how do you define the? i want to know
1: i'll send you a swing vid uh, as soon as the podcast is done
0: send me a club vid too i want to see the specs like yeah what's the
1: it's pretty you're gonna like it it's it's pretty draw biased um i'll be honest but uh, love it. It's a uh, it's a pretty driver, and you know I have my positions one through three or whatever you call them. My my backswing is pretty Ooh. pretty solid, but then just like m- many golfers, just like you listening out there probably, I just start to come down over the top a little bit. Just get a little yeah. steep. Just start yeah. to like throw that fishing rod, mm. and. It's a mental thing, really, because I know I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm trying not to do it, I'm trying not to do it. And he just told me, just pretend you're spearing a fish as opposed to casting a rod. Just pretend when you're when you're coming down, you have a javelin in your hand and you're coming around and spearing the fish. And he was and he texted me that. And we have a simulator in the office. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just hit one. Well he's texting me because he's, you know, the three dots are going. I know he's about to send me, you know, the Iliad or something. <laughs> and I hit one beautiful changed my swing first time and i said like all right i'm good and he's like what and then i sent him this the, uh, the you know the specs from the thing and he was like amazing you are not the same man as you were 15 seconds ago it was a mental block
0: i love that i love how there's like uh there's this like ongoing shifting painting of the golf swing and it's like all you need is a like a like a picasso like fink to come in and be like spear the fish and it's like all of a sudden it makes sense
1: yeah yeah it's a it's a it's like the golf swing what did john optic say it's like the uh it's like a suitcase that you're always trying to pack one more thing into and (laughs) and we need like a tsa agent dave fink tsa to come in and say those are not sorry sir those are not regulation batteries we need
0: to. i i love that I've never, I, I, you've read me that uptake thing, but I forgot it. Uptake would be a great guest.
1: <laughs> it would be, he would get canceled in a moment though. Let's go to a quick ad break. And uh, when we come back, what I want to hear your thoughts on what Claire Hogel was really like when the cameras really like. were off.
0: All right, folks. Uh, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. So you need to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you and we have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. We already use it anyway. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So you're gonna use uh, the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And with simple tools like screening questions, for example, any swing tips? Uh, that'd be a great screening question. Screening question. Um, and uh, they help you quickly, squiggly prioritize <laughs> who you'd like to interview and hire. Uh, Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash EAL show. That's linkedin.com slash EAL show to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Even over this Zoom call thousands of miles away, I think I can smell... Something tasty in the oven,
0: dude. You you smelled it because it only took me sixty seconds to cook it.
1: We're talking about uni. There's nothing like a hot fresh pizza when the cheese is still gooey. Uh, we're we're friends of uni. We love the guys. You know they love golf. Um, they're good guys. And and in this case, it's think about a portable pizza oven that's made for your backyard with the quality of a professional pizza man from Tuscany, wherever you make them
0: or Sicily (laughs) Uh, the ovens can get up to 950 degrees in 15 minutes and they can cook that epic pizza to make you feel like a boss in 60 seconds Uh, you can cook with live fires as well they have pellets charcoal or gas and you can bake the pizza literally in about the time of a terrible pit stop on formula one 60 seconds some ovens are so portable you can even take them on vacation or to tailgates. So Geist what the
1: he's, hell he's, he's, he's all over the place. Light up so, your holidays and check out Uni Pizza Ovens at uni.com that's o o n i.com.
0: I will say Uni is part of the Zeitgeist. So bring your Zeitgeist to the tailgate and you'll be all set. If you don't have an Uni wake up uh, go over to o o n i.com and get a pizza oven. Um, this episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash slash Anders Anders Um, I have uh, both publicly and privately uh, professionally and personally been through therapy I use a lot of therapy to really help myself get unstuck and to focus on how I can better navigate life's challenges because let's face it. (laughs) <laughs> There's a few of them. Um, the great thing about BetterHelp is that they have therapists that are trained uh, to help you uh, through challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. And you can also really – one of the things that – it's not really in the copy here, but I know that one of the things that's really cool about BetterHelp is they make sure that you have the right therapist. And you know they, they help match you with a professionally licensed and vetted therapist – It's 100% online, and it's super affordable, and they've done this for three million people. So all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you're gonna get matched with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime, and like I said, I do have experience with this product. Um, I love the idea of no waiting rooms, there's no traffic, you're not driving anywhere, and you're not searching around and around, you're getting placed efficiently, and also, if you use the code at BetterHelp.com/anders A N D E R S, you're gonna get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com/anders. Check out BetterHelp.
1: Okay, so this next sponsor, I just want to apologize to you. Be- you've been traveling, so my mouth is um, watering. I'm, and I'm sure I, you've had
0: some of these, and I haven't.
1: I had to, I had to bite the bullet here, take one for the team, and have a couple Omaha steaks over the weekend.
0: I appreciate you for doing that, man.
1: I really – you know, we've been with vegans the whole last week. If you're a vegan, hey, stay with us and uh, buy these for your loved ones.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Omaha Steaks. The holidays are here and honestly – Gifting a steak could be gifting greatness. Uh, It's the world's best beef, Omaha Steaks, naturally aged for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor, kinda like our videos. Anyway, Omaha Steaks has everything you need to deliver an unforgettable holiday gift experience. It's a five-generation, family-owned business that does not compromise on quality, and you can trust that every steak and every entree is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and ready to share with your family. They're also backed. Every steak is backed by a hundred percent unconditional money back guarantee.
1: And before you share what what the offer is, I'll quickly tell you. I had some bacon wrapped um, medallions. I had a, a ribeye. I was I was out here Ooh. just. I had to try some different stuff. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I think the cow. They they write they write the name of the cow in the box. The cow writes you a little note. Says thank oh. you. I sacrificed myself back to the earth. Maybe they don't want us to say that, but you know, that's really what happens.
0: Hey, man. I mean, you know, the cycle, the circle of life, you know, uh this could be yours one day, maybe.
1: And, and they they uh they thaw really fast, they cook beautifully. And I just gotta say, I was I'm not gonna say I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised because we always work with good partners. But if you haven't tried Omaha steaks before and you've always been like, fuck it, let's why not? Then go ahead and listen to Eric on this offer because it's a pretty special one.
0: Uh, They have put together a delicious selection of gift packages to make your shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. So go to OmahaSteaks.com and you're going to get 50% off site-wide. Plus, if you use the code EALSHOW, you're going to get an additional $40 off. It sounds like you're going to get a really insanely good deal at OmahaSteaks.com and use the promo code EALSHOW. Air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, easy-to-prepare comfort meals, and delicious butcher's cut filet mignon. It's a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Unforgettable bite. You just got to say it differently sometimes. Anyway, omosteaks.com, 50% off site-wide, plus promo code EALSHOW to get $40 off. There is a minimum order required, but obviously none of you are going to have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, big plates. Uh, aim big, miss big.
0: I mean, Claire was throwing stakes. Yeah. Claire was throwing lawn trout all over Cabo. S-
1: some lawn trout. Thank you, Dave Fink, for a, a little epithet there. She's talking about divots. Who is Claire Hogel, and is she as good as they say she is online?
0: So, you know, like Claire, like I, I messaged Claire when I first found out about her, and I was like, that's an incredible swing, um, and she has like an energy that's like I would describe as vivacious. You know what I mean? Like it's just, there's like a lot of um, happy and like excited energy around the game of golf. And so we messaged a little bit and I was like, you should come to Cabo. We're filming this thing. That was like a year after we started messaging because I wanted to do a podcast with her, but uh, timing, we weren't in the same place at the same time. And I think the interesting thing about like, you know, when like, when you meet someone whom you're totally aware of, right? Like in the world and then you see basically who they really are, um it, it, it's not often as surprising as it is as it was with Claire because you'll hear the po- I mean how many times have we done a 2-hour podcast, Jojo?
1: I mean, how many times have I been pointing at the clock to be done?
0: Very rarely. Maybe and that's maybe a good almost sign.
1: never because that was only because it was midnight. And it was late. You, the two of you, you guys were, we were talking about the afterlife. You guys were talking about uh, incredible feats of manifestation. And she started the pod being like, I don't do podcasts. I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't really think I can. And an hour and a half later, she's like, let's debate. Let's right. talk about whether or not you, <laughs> whether, whether or not, whether or not free will exists.
0: It was one of these things where I, I I was at multiple times throughout the trip you know I really like I really like found myself looking at her and wondering like is she um like like there's like I I'm having trouble even putting it into words right now but yeah. it's like is she human like is there is there so, like she's clearly got this like Energetic thing that is like um, bringing people together, and there's clearly a message here that is like beyond just like golf and Instagram, which is you know she even says she's like that's my role. She says it on the podcast she's like that's my role, yeah, but like the, it's all also all the
1: time she was saying that, which I was surprised for her to be that self aware as well. She gets real yeah. about because if you know Carhoco, by the way, eight hundred and fifty thousand followers on Instagram very yeah. very beautiful swing and a lot of her content is pictures of herself or videos of herself swinging a golf club and she's pretty clear and pretty honest about the community that she's created and what a lot of people say about it and yeah. then there's so much more
0: yeah it's like it's like it's as if you know we walked into like um Chick-fil-A for the number 4 but instead they were like actually we're going to be doing a seven course tasting menu of all the different types of chicken that's ever been, you know what I mean? It was just, it was a philanthropological journey into something that I honestly, you know, I didn't, I don't go in with too many expectations. I just want to have a good time and like make some good videos. And like, I don't know. It was just like to, to say that like she was good at golf or was fun to hang out with. This is such a, such a massive understatement and misrepresentation of the interaction that I think our whole team had with her as a guest in our world that it will not be the last time we like make something together. And I just, yeah, it was just, it was just like a wild thing where I was like, wow, I was like, I was, cause I, you know me, like I trip out on like the why and the deeper shit and like the, like what's it for. And you'll hear when we get to the podcast and, and you know, you'll see in the videos and her interviews, just like how, how, Yeah, I mean, she's not a scratch. She's like, she's a plus handicap. She's dialed. There's like a level of physical ability that is only surpassed by her kind of way of contextualizing our purposes here on planet Earth. I mean, it was just, it was fucking sick, honestly.
1: And then kind of right there next to her, you know, right before the podcast, I I was doing a little series that you should be looking out for about golf course architecture with our really good friend, Augustine Pisa. And so having that context where there's so many different personalities interested in different parts of the game, looking at the future of the game, looking at the past of the game, trying to get as good at it right now, trying to help others become better. You had this smorgasbord, this cornucopia of personality that led it to be a very specific and unique experience. I think possibly one of the more unique I've had at, at, at my time at RGC.
0: Uh, You mean the dichotomy between all these people or just, or yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was very, it was varied. It was super like, you know, between Cabo San Lucas Country Club, between Solmar, between the architecture conversations. I mean, we did a lot in one week. And I think, you know, there's this funny thing that people kept saying, like, it'd be like 5 p.m. And it would be like, we've lived three days. Like, there's no way this is one day. And I just think, you know, if there's like, if there's like any thought out there, like, it's not that we work hard. That's not it. Like that's not the way to describe it. It's just that we're so caught up in the like the pleasure of creating. And and I think like if if there's a reason I'm telling you that it's because everybody has something out there like that. Whatever whatever it is you're doing, there is something out there that you enjoy doing more than the time that it takes to do it. Does that make any sense?
1: It not only does it make sense. I did want to ask you about that because you had an even more unique experience where I flew into Cabo on Sunday and you'd already been there for three days. Yeah. On what was ostensibly a golf vacation. So you did the golf trip before the golf trip. Yeah. And First I time had... ever
0: actually doing that.
1: Oh, I said, so I, that's kind of what I figured. And I've never asked you about that before. So that would be why. And I kind of want to save this question for the podcast, walking out of it, looking back, how were those experiences differently? Kind of the first time in a long time where you spent three days without a camera on a course, not you know, just just playing. Yeah. Obviously, you got deathly sick. We can talk about that.
0: but I got kind of sick, yeah.
1: You had very different people around you for all that. and I'm sure there were positives to both. But looking back on those two sides of the trip, what were you thinking about and how were they different?
0: Yeah, I mean, I live for purpose, right? So for me, going onto a golf course is, by itself, not really as like I want to say like sexual, right? Like it's not like it's not like like just going to play golf is good, but going to play golf it's kind of like that like mind expansion meme. Sure, Like, like playing golf is like level one, like playing golf with like people that you choose to, you know, we, we choose who we work with, right? We choose who we spend our lives with, like playing golf with people that you have a shared mission with that's level two, like level three is playing golf with people that you have a shared mission with and making something that you're stoked on is like level three, level four is that. And then bringing new people in that you've never met that have the same thing that are changing the flavor of it all. Level five is add a little lack of sleep. Level six is like, like why don't you break a plate and see if you can glue it back together at the last minute vis-a-vis, like, where are we going to shoot tomorrow? You know, and then, like, level seven is, like... Level seven there was is, also-
1: level seven is there's, there's a threesome on the T-sheet. You pick the last one, <laughs> go up to them and say, hey, you guys mind if I tip it out today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, let's go! And you take your shoes off and just run. I mean, so for me, like, I think... I, I'm at the point now, and, and this is probably not super relatable, but I'm at the point now where, like, I don't really want to just go on a golf trip. Right. I want to go. My, the jazz starts to really play when, like, there's these other things going on. And there's, and there's a, there's a, cause, cause the truth is, for me, the worst, like, one of the worst things I could ever imagine would be, like, hey, go play this beautiful course, like, by yourself. I love, like, sharing. And I know that in the realm of like algorithm, like, I know that what we're sharing is meaningful if it, if people see it, if it gets millions of views. Like, I know that that means that like I've done what I do with what already exists in a way that our community like enjoys or, or gets entertainment out of or learns from or gets inspiration from. Like, that, that really is the, is the uh the sauce for me? Like otherwise, it's kind of a dry piece of chicken, and and that's a terrible way of saying it. It's not. It doesn't reflect the way I always feel. I love golf and I love playing golf and I love hitting the ball. But but for me, it's this it's this sort of mixture that includes all of, all of what random golf clubs about and sharing it with people that you're never going to go to Bulgaria. I know. I know you're not going to Bulgaria. But I went there for you, and I went there because of you. And I went there to make something to share with you about it. And the same with Cabo. You know what I mean? Like, if you go to Cabo, I'll tell you where to go. Not in my DMs, but on the media that we make. I'll tell you, go to Cabo San Lucas Country Club. But, like, you don't even need to go to Cabo. Because the lessons from going to Cabo that I think that we explained are that there are Cabo San Lucas Country Clubs everywhere. And there are people playing golf everywhere that want to meet you and they want you to be a part of that community. And, and if you do go, it's more about how you go and, and how you insert yourself into the world of golf rather than you know, course wrecks. Because um, <laughs> you could play the best course in the world and not have fun, I've seen it happen. <laughs> and you could play the shittiest course ever created and have the best day of your life. And I think a lot of that comes down to rule 17B and Ace Cam is live you know the more that we focus on what's possible and also dealing with reality with a with a smile is that's 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 the golf rules right there i think for random golf club
1: all right well i i think we we close this out with uh what was the lowest moment of the trip for you and what was the highest moment
0: <laughs> the lowest moment of the trip
1: i certainly have one for both
0: <laughs> really for me the lowest moment was um it was um checking our bags leaving like it was definitely like it was definitely like when you put the bags under the plane she gone like that's
1: that's a sweet answer
0: yeah the highest moment of the trip for sure was um
1: <sighs> a certain par three comes to mind
0: oh yeah i mean that was a high that was a spike yeah i lipped out for an ace <laughs> is that um, what you're talking about yeah
1: yeah on the same day where you said i think i'm gonna get an ace in the next 30 days
0: <laughs> I need to go play more par threes, but yeah, I hit a nine iron on my new Tacomo irons and um, yeah, it lipped out. I mean, just like a, an eighth of an inch from an ace. It was a good shot now, but the highlight for me was actually like, was this sort of narrative around Dave giving me a swing lesson and really feeling a different golfer inside my body and feeling like a level of confidence as I stood up to the ball that I hadn't had. You'll see. I mean, in the first two matches I played terribly and then, kind of stepped it up for the last match, which I think is on Claire's channel, ironically. But hey, whatever, we're soaked. What about you?
1: Lowest moment of the trip was actually the first night because we were scrambling a little bit, and Keffer you know Kefir if you're listening, colon one of the simulator, great camera operator. Kefir jumped in the ocean and kicked a sea urchin. Immediately got poisoned by it. And our director of photography, Simon, spent the next two hours, him and I, you know tweezing out the spikes from his swelling foot
0: yeah and the only thing i can say to that is they really did observe the first rule of trips on rgc which is you have to bring a bathing suit and you have to go swimming so i mean it's really the luck of the draw that Keffer got a sea urchin and i will say if anybody it should be Keffer because the guy is just a man of nature right like i He's definitely held things in his hands that I would never, I don't even want to look at, right? He's just a, (laughs) he is a man. He is a man of like, you know, (laughs) of just like why he's killed animals. He's caught, he's caught fish. Like, like it should app, if it had been me getting hit by a sea urchin, I don't even, I might've just dissolved completely.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would have affected the match the next day. Uh, (laughs) Five days into it, still now you can see the marks from where the spikes went in. Oh. and we're thinking he should get a tattoo. He should Ooh, I like he that. should dot them because they're pretty cool yeah. looking. It's a, it's a cool pattern. Highest point on the other hand, it's really hard to pick one. I think for me it's always the first drive, the first three drives of a breaking series. Okay. It feels like starter's pistol. It feels like, you know, right after right after the formation lap when when you get the uh yeah. you know, the race starts.
0: Lights out. And away we go. And away go.
1: we go. Yeah, and and you know that the trains left the station. And try as hard as they might, because the course tried to, no one's stopping us after <laughs> that point.
0: There were some uh, logistical challenges on the day, but we got through it as we always do.
1: Let me tell you one story before we go, because you weren't you weren't there for this. You will think it's hilarious. So we did. We you'll find out later, but we really broke Cabo, and that for a variety of reasons we had to get creative about filming the breaking series on that course. And we might've had to stop and start pace of play, different things. And at one point we were told to drive across the course and go to a random hole by the, uh, the head pro wasn't his fault. He was told to do it. And he, I stopped to kind of liaise and smooth over as best as I can. And the carts are zooming by about six of them, big crew. And He's turning to me and Keffer jumps off the cart next to me and just starts filming it. Because the rules film everything. And so now this guy is explaining it to me and he's getting filmed and we're talking about it. It'll probably make it into the cut. And I'm just trying to figure out how we're gonna make it do make it happen. And Claire drives by in her golf club, cameraman hanging off the back, Caddy hanging out the side, big sand dune in front, just misses the turn and goes nose first. Into the sand dune directly in front of the head pro. Now there's there's some, there's someone standing in the back, and she's going she's still up the sand dune, and the nose is stuck of the cart is stuck in it, and the cart starts to tip backwards, and oh starts no. starts it's gonna to start to flip, and the head pro is freaking out. He has no idea what to do. So all of a sudden, I'm sprinting over there. I'm grabbing the cart caddy hops at the side grabs the cart and we're dragging it out of the dune it's it's at about a 45 degree angle at this point and we've in kefir of course red light on directly behind films every single moment of it doesn't stop to it. help so it, it. it'll make it into the cut so that'll be a little easter egg if you're watching look out for that one
0: i mean that sounds like type two fun if you ask me dude <laughs> i love it i love it dude at least we didn't break any golf carts in cabo those can get pricey
1: yeah, yeah. Breaking capo hopefully does not extend to actual destruction of property, but we did sign an insurance waiver, so we'd be within our range. We're
0: insured. That's good. That's good. Well, really look, when is it coming out? Can we say or no?
1: Yeah, it'll be coming out uh, in just an early spring. So just wait. It'll be a couple months, but we'll be seeding content ahead of time. The only reason we wait that long is we trace every single shot, over two hours of content, and uh, we kind of want to wait for golf season to really kind of pick up in earnest.
0: I love that. I love that. Uh, well, sorry again, everyone, about the delay here. Um, very excited to get back on the podcast schedule. Very excited to see you in a couple days, Jojo, and uh, you know, get through the end of the year here
1: and see this new driver. I'm going to send you this way right now. Yeah, let me see this.